Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points.
Hello, everybody. Welcome to Gay Mass. Thanks for listening. This is your host, Donovan. Thanks for joining me tonight on the show. If you're listening live or in the archives or wherever you're listening from, thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to say hi to G Radio, LGBT, long time no see. How are you? Long time no see. Um, I am talking tonight about gays make gay babies. Um, by the way, if you didn't know, this is uh, show seven of the 365 shows I'm doing straight this year in a row. So I'm doing one show every night, every <clears throat> day, whatever, for the year. So you'll see a show on here every day, as I mentioned earlier. So uh, some shows will be five minutes long and some will be hours long and whatever. But I'll just talk about whatever I want. This will be a short show because I really have not much to say today. It's hard to think of something new to say every fucking day. But I'm trying. Anyway, so first of all, I wanted to talk about, about this uh, stupid little thing. is about gays making gay babies. And there's this guy who's a scientist or a DNA, like, Twitter fiddler or whatever and he actually says he's devised a way working on a way to make your child gay with tinkering with their x chromosome or something because he thinks he knows how to do it and it's on that chromosome and he says it only makes sense that same-sex couples would want children that carried out their same family values of homosexuality so he's basically saying gay people make their gay be- babies gay and if we had the choice we would first of all it's so fucking ridiculous <clears throat> we as gay people come from heterosexuals we don't come from gays you know generally <laughs> we're the product of two heterosexuals having sex so it's not as if or you know something like that um it's not as if we are um brought by the stork and we're gay and you know we just come out that way or whatever and we come from gay people no and to to insinuate that gay people want their babies to be gay is ridiculous. And to say that we want to somehow carry on their our um, homosexuality is ridiculous as well. The, the one thing that gay people realize and know for sure is what it means to have to come out to your family and especially your parents. <clears throat> what it means to actually have to, um, you know make known that you're different than they are. And so for gay parents to actually want to put their own children through that or to want their kids to have to go through the same turmoil or expect them to be something that they're not is ridiculous. And it's so offensive and so ridiculous that this man said this. And he's a scientist and is actually going to be trying to sell this treatment when he finishes developing it for $15,000 a pop. I mean, it's the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. And these fucking people, I mean, are you fucking nuts? They're psychopaths. Honestly, they're fucking nuts um, to go around doing this. <clears throat> and secondly, would you any, would you even want to have the um, – to, to make your kid gay if you could? No, I wouldn't. And I wouldn't make my kid straight either. I would just make – or I wouldn't make them trans either. I'd make them whatever – I would make them anything. I allow them to be whatever it is they came out as, whether it's a boy or a girl or straight or trans or gay or bi or whatever they are, allow them to be what they're born. The one thing, for God's sakes, that we have in this world for going for us is that we have no control over who and what we're born to be. We're born that way, whatever that is, that whatever way it is, whether it's gay or blue eyes or or dark hair or whatever it is about us we're born that way it's not as if we had a choice 
or we had some sort of part in the process and we could choose these things before we got here. Uh, so it takes all the responsibility off of ourselves and it just is. And those things that are innate in us, most people just accept as being innate. You know, most people with a brain understand that you're born with blue eyes or brown eyes or green eyes or whatever. You can't really change them, although you can now, which is weird. But anyway, ask little Kim about that. Um, you can, um, you can't change these, these things that are really immutable properties about your, your, who you are. So to actually want to tinker around with that is just, I think, unethical and completely wrong. And for me, it's the most bizarre thing ever. Um, but this really puts out a horrible message too, um, to general society about gay people and about how we are, um, you know, it perpetuates stereotypes and myths about gay people. One being that, you know, gay people who raise children are going to be gay. And that's also proven to be untrue. We have many cases of um, adult gay children, uh, excuse me, adult heterosexual children who were the product of gay relationships um, or upbringings. And there are those that are, that are the product of gay upbringing that are gay, but, just the the preponderance is no higher among uh, kids who are raised by gay parents than it is by those raised by heterosexual parents, which means that <laughs> that's because it's a um, natural thing. It's not something you choose to be. It just is what you are. So if you're raised by two people, two lesbians or two gay men, if the kid is raised by them, they are not going to be gay because they were raised by two men or two women. They're going to be gay because they were born gay. It has nothing to do with with them being raised by them. Does it mean that they are more open to <clears throat> different ways of life? Yes. Does it mean they're more open-minded, more liberal thinking? Yes. These are all good things. It means that they're not afraid to express themselves and to be whom and what they are, whatever that may be. Um, and that is a plus and a positive. And that's why several studies have also said that gay uh, kids of gay parents raised by gay parents are often more well-adjusted than those whom are raised by heterosexual parents because they're not forced to be anything other than what they are most of the time. And of course there are exceptions to every rule and there are always parents who are like, you know, going to drive their kids like slaves or whatever to achieve something in their own image. There's always people like that gay straight or whatever, but generally speaking, people who are born to um, or raised rather by gay parents <clears throat> have a larger uh, sense of understanding about the world and about what makes people who they are, acceptance, self-acceptance, uh, confidence, and ability. And usually they perform far better than um, their heterosexual peers. And I think that's fantastic. And one reason I think that is, as I've said before in the show, is that people who have kids, gay couples, for example, like myself and my husband eventually, um, who have children, are we have to prepare to have them. It's not like they just, oop, pops out and they, we got pregnant and we're going to have a baby. No. That's not how it works with gay people. Gay people biologically have to plan <laughs> to have a kid, whether through surrogacy or through adoption. So it's not as if it just happens by mistake. Whereas with heterosexuals, a lot of times it happens by mistake. It's not planned or whatever. And that's fine. But people are often unprepared for it mentally, emotionally, financially. So whereas with gay people, you have gays, gay men, gay or lesbians who are raising 
um, a boy or girl, and they are expecting to have this boy or girl. They have to adopt it. They have to prepare financially to adopt it or to have a surrogacy or surrogate. They they have to prepare mentally and emotionally. They have to have to prepare the room. They have to prepare everything. So they're pretty you know, gays are generally more prepared to be parents by the time we have kids than most heterosexuals just by by the sheer um the sheer fact that we can't have kids biologically by mistake by accident we have to they have to be planned so um so anyway that's one of the things i mean i think that's just um i think it's i think that it's great i think kids who were raised by gay parents should should feel thankful i think that i'm proud that someday i'll be able to pass on my knowledge and wisdom in the world and, and be able to do that and help raise a kid and all that stuff, hopefully. And I've talked about that before as well. I don't know if we're going to adopt or what, but it's, it's going to happen eventually. I'm just having I'm, <laughs> so many other things you have to get done first. And that's what I'm saying. My mom and people are always like, Oh, don't plan. You, you know, you'll plan and plan and plan. And you'll never do it. You just do it. Cause you're, there's never a right time. And it's probably true, but I do like most gay people want to plan it ahead. And I don't want to bring a kid into the world. That's not, you know, that I'm not ready for emotionally, mentally and everything to, to take on. I want to make sure that I'm ready in those ways. And I've done the things I want to do in my life so that I don't have to feel resentful or whatever. The things that most people go through as a parent, <laughs> um, I want to make sure that I can devote most of my time to the child and not have to worry about those things and about myself. So, and I think that's the, what, that's the reason gay people make better parents a lot of the time. So, um, anyway, also, I want to talk about the fact that uh, I talked yesterday about the Fifth Circuit Gate Court um, today, which uh, r- rules over Texas, Mississippi, and Louisiana uh, in terms of the gay marriage uh, case. And so the bans in these three states against gay marriage. Um, so we had uh, three or six, I think I remember which, uh, plaintiffs. Uh, or defendants or whatever, um, trying to uh, overturn the ban on gay marriage in these states. And Texas, of course, as you know, is, is the one in which I reside. And um, so it's important to me. So I actually listened to the actual arguments, and each one was an hour long for each state, an hour or so long. And, um, you know, the judges, you know, there's three judges on the panel. One's very conservative, right wing, one's very liberal, left wing, and one's kind of a swing vote. So, which I think's pretty good representation of society. <laughs> um, and it sounded by the way that they were discussing it, that it's probably going to go in the favor of overturning the bans in the three states of Texas, Mississippi, and Louisiana. So that's really good news. And um, of course, it's not news yet because it hasn't happened, but that's the anticipated uh, result by based on what happened today. And I agree with it. I listened to them and uh, the result, the, um, the arguments made by the uh, state attorneys, generals or whatever of each state were ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, one. I mean, one of them. I mean, they try to make it sound so you know intellectual and and. Uh, but basically, what they were doing. One specifically, the one for Texas, a horrid guy. Apparently, he was arguing that um, that they don't. They they feel that Texas is better suited to have <clears throat> heterosexual marriage or opposite sex marriage and not same sex marriage because having heterosexual marriage means that they have to spend less money on the welfare of children. And so because the, because uh, heterosexual, um, 
unions have two parents and they keep the family together, blah, blah, blah. I was some, some, I mean, it was really kind of hard to follow what he was trying to get at. Even the justices, one of them was like, I'm, I'm trying to understand your argument and ask like three or four times because it really is ridiculous <laughs> because they refuse to say that they're bigoted and they really just don't like gay marriage and they don't want it in the state of Texas. No, they have to come up with this horrible lie of of why they're trying to to ban it and it's just it was just hilarious in a lot of ways there was there was laughter in the courtroom and everything else so the good thing is the arguments of the three states trying to uh, maintain the ban uh, against gay marriage in Texas, Mississippi, and Louisiana, uh, were pretty ludicrous for, for the most part. And the defendants, especially the one, the lady from Louisiana, uh, was really good. And, uh, the Texas guy was all right, but, um, they made good enough arguments that I think we're going to be okay. So maybe be able to, people in Texas will be able to get married soon and that'll be fantastic. So <clears throat> that's the end of the show tonight. Like I said, it's a short show. <laughs> I just wanted to mention those two things. I'll be back tomorrow night for show number eight. I will talk to you soon. Good night. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 